Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Boom. Breaking news. What's up, guys? It's the Power Hour. We are live. We are getting rocking and rolling. If you are here, it's because you want trade ideas. That's what this is. This is the trade idea segment. We keep it clipping. List of symbols that we're going to look at today, AB. The ticker F. Ford. We're going to talk about Didi. We're talk about Wish. We're going to talk about Roku. And we're going to talk about mining stocks. Okay. So I have one, two, three, four, five. I have five trade ideas that I'm going to be dropping today. I was out yesterday. The ideas are bubbling. Uh, I've got positions on four of those five right now. So I'm going to talk through what those positions are. And there is your breaking news. Love it. I'm looking forward to Ford's earnings today. Um, Luke, I'm kind of nervous. Might sell off some of my Ford stock before earnings. All right, let, 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 let's get the live brokerage account on here. Let's get the Benzinga Pro on here. It's, let's go. Luke with the new teeth. AB with the new haircut. Let's go. Smash the like. Share the stream. Show some love for producer AB's new haircut. But, oh, gosh, wrong screen. All right, here, here, here here's the brokerage account. Um, here, here's the forward position that we have. There's only one right now. Uh, average price that we're in this thing from, we bought it right at the beginning of the year. This was our 2021 stock pick of the year, $8.41, uh, stocks at 13.74 right now, but we are still way off of the highs. Let's take a peek producer AB. So check it out. Um, Highs, we, we, we got up to 16 plus for like a quarter of a day. Uh, slow trickle of death. Then since then, market has been going to all-time highs since then. Not super unexpected, right? Why did we buy Ford at the beginning of the year, Producer AB? Two reasons. Two reasons. What were they? EV. EV and valuation was fair, right? When we And when, again, we bought the stock at $8.41 as our average price. Um, and, and so, so valuation starts to come out. The EV story slowed down. We, we probably should have gotten out of the stock. We didn't. Um, so, so, so let, let's talk a little bit about how we're going to manage the trade today. Um, and what I want to do for this guys, we're just going straight into the first trade idea. All right. Uh, what I want to do, let's load up the Ford option chain. I want to see how expensive these calls are. Because we might sell some calls against the uh, uh, stock position. The thoughts on that, AB? So essentially, by doing that, you're you're hedging your existing position. It, it, exactly. Well, well. So 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 there's two things that happen. Okay. So so when you sell calls against the stock, um, and and you own the underlying stock, you collect the premium right away, so it lowers your cost basis. Uh, and then the risk that you're taking on is you might have to sell your stock for some higher price in the future. Okay. Got that it. Makes sense, AB. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. All right. So, so, so Ford's at, at 1373 right now. Is Ford going to get up to 1450 within the next nine days? It's possible. Uh, within the next two days, I think almost no way. So, so with this trade, give me both. All right. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the chat. This is not, I don't. Keep going. 
Come on, this is the trade idea show, AB. <laughs> this is the the power hour with Ben Shapiro and Luke Jacoby. All right, all right, Luke. I want you if to yes, know. Ford earnings are today. Right now, we have Ford earnings coming up, and if you sell covered calls and the stock goes up, what does that mean for us? All right, we're selling calls two days out. Uh, we're we're going to hit five contracts, co- cover our outstanding stock position. Uh, we're we're going to do the 1450 strike. This is not a get rich trade, okay? This trade is only putting about 100 bucks into our pockets, but it's a trade that you can make every single week, all right? Again, it, it's not a trade that's getting us rich. It's a trade you can do every single week. The only downside is that we might have to sell our Ford for $14.50 and the stock's at $13.73 right now. We'd have to get to that $14.50 within the next two days. And for that reason, that's why I'm going to go ahead and not buy. Well, we need to sell these. So by selling these options, we are going to raise capital in our portfolio. And with that capital, we can either buy more of the stock after earnings if we decide to, or we can use that Capital. Yes, yes. <laughs> the whole show we're doing that. This is Power Hour with Ben Shapiro and Luke Jacoby, guys. Um, uh, stocks don't care about your feelings. Stocks do not care about your feelings. We will not buy in. <laughs> All right. If you, yes, I never went. All right. So there's the first trade of the day. You're going on that one, guys. This is the Power Hour. This is the idea show. We own Ford stock. We have earnings today after the close. We are selling calls against the stock. It's not a get-rich trade. It lowers our cost basis. It's a low-risk trade. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, And, guys, if you like producer AB's uh, Ben Shapiro voice, drop the one in the chat uh, because I might have a surprise for producer AB. I like surprises, Luke. We got to see the ones come. I don't know if you have, if they, they might think it's a shitty impression. If it's a shitty impression, we're, we're not getting any surprises today. Let's see. Where do they, Oh, no. You're not <laughs> racking up any ones. Are we racking up the likes at least today, Producer AB, or what's the deal? Please smash that like. You should see a gray thumb below the YouTube video. We need to turn that thumb blue. And once we turn that thumb blue, we might see a surprise. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Producer AB surprise. We we did this for him last Friday. He was out. Shout out Celsius. I got my can right here. Still don't sponsor the show. There's only 250 people here. I wouldn't sponsor it either. Let's be real. Uh, but let's look at ticker Wish W I S H Whiskey India Sandy Hotel. Um, this is our favorite online crack pipe reseller. Um, if you guys have not done yourself the favor of browsing through wish.com, uh, and seeing all of the cheap wares that they offer, you owe it to yourself. Take some time for you today. Wake up, choose violence. I mean, that's basically what you do when you're going to wish.com and and on the power hour, we believe in doing due diligence for our viewers, forcing your nation out there. So what do we do on, on Friday? We, we cracked open the Luke Jacoby bank account and we ordered producer AB some wares from wish.com so we can check one, that, that we're actually going to get the goods, two, that the goods are of high quality, which I would expect. These are all like sub $2 purchases. And three, 
we ran a chat challenge to guess what date uh, we're, we're going to be getting this at. So, producer AB, are you ready to see what we purchased for you on Wish.com? Yes, sir, Luke. I, I'm, I'm excited to look at what we purchased off Wish.com. All right. First purchase for producer AB. We have this 18 karat gold Donald Trump ring that cost us less than $2. We, we ordered this last Friday. Estimated delivery date, August 3rd through August 29th. So we ordered this on the 23rd of July, and we have a one-month window that this will arrive. Is your ring size 9? Yes, sir, Luke, it is. All right. Um, and you ready for gift number two that we got you, producer AB? This is very fitting with the Ben Shapiro today. Yeah, so I was gonna say the the first the the Donald Trump ring fits. Um, let's see what the let's see what the next one is. Order number two for producer AB. We're not picking sides here. You've got mail. Barack Obama gold ring purchased on Wish.com, guys. That is ticker W-I-S-H. Uh, Barack Obama ring, I will say, has a tighter delivery window than the Donald Trump ring. We're all, the Barack Obama ring, we're looking at an August 3rd through August 14th delivery date versus an August 3rd to August 29th delivery date on, on the, the Donald Trump ring. Yeah, Luke, I love it. I can wear one on each hand. A Donald Trump ring on one hand, a Barack Obama ring on the other um, I love it. Wait, so, so we have an estimated delivery date of August 3rd. We want to hear your guesses in the chat. When are these rings actually going to come? They could come sooner. They could come later. No, no, could... no. Pro Producer AB, you, you missed some stuff when you were out. Oh, we, we already did the chat challenge on when they'll come. We, we already did. I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We got to do some sorting here. Okay. All right, there we go. All right, and 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 well, well, I'm looking for this producer AB. I mean, what, what, how are you feeling about your wish purchases? Could we have picked anything better for you? Let me ask that. No, I think it's perfect. I think ring size. You know, one is a nine, one is a ten. So I might put the the Trump one on like my pinky or a smaller finger, and then maybe the Obama goes on on one of my bigger. Uh, <laughs> One of my okay, so so here it is. This is our chat challenge, guys. Everybody in the chat, and if you're just joining us, we're, we're talking about ticker WISH. That's wish.com, our favorite online reseller of crack pipes. Um, we 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 did a channel check. I cracked open my my PayPal account, spent four dollars on producer AB, buying him an 18 karat cold uh Donald Trump ring and an 18 karat gold Barack Obama ring. Uh, we asked Singer Nation to guess what date the ring would arrive. Um, the quickest anybody said it would get here was 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 the uh, August 9th, 2021. The latest, August 9th, 2025. Average is screwed up. Okay. Uh, we'll go with the median. The median arrival date was, was August 27th, 2021. Okay, so our median estimate is right smack dab in the middle of those delivery windows. Producer AB, when, when these get here, will you promise to wear them for a week straight? We need to do a test as to whether or not a finger will fall off. Yes, sir. I, I promise to wear, to wear them for a week straight. 
Yeah, my, my mom hasn't taught me a lot, but she did say when you get a $2 ring, be, be careful. You, you could lose a finger. Love it. All right, let's get back to some stock ideas. Uh, should we, should we check, out, check out Wish real quick? Let's look at the chart. What has Wish been doing this past week? We're, we're getting a little bit of life. We're, we're, we're getting a, a, a couple signs of life. Um, we're, we're, we're running back into the, these highs. Again, I don't see any reason to own this stock. It, it's massively cash flow positive, uh, negative. Margins are super thin. Um, it, it's not very interesting to me. Um, and, and so, so from both like a story standpoint and just the hardcore fundamental standpoint, I don't think that wish.com, uh, ticker W I S H is interesting at all. Um, that said our customer experience could potentially change things. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I agree that I don't necessarily love the stock as an investment, but like any, like any other asset or commodity, it could get to a price where it makes it interesting as a trade. So when I saw it fall down to this, you know, $9 flat level, I thought, okay, Hey, did you hit it? it could bounce a little bit. I didn't actually hit it, but I said it live on, on YouTube. Um, you can find it out there on the YouTube verse, me talking about it, where I said, Hey, this could be a good trade right here. And it did bounce from there, but I personally did not get into it. All right. Happy Muhammad in the chat just said support.com is blasting off. Let's take a look. Here's a five day chart. Here, here, here's the daily candles. Is it time to start shorting this thing again? The answer is probably yes. Give me the, the, the bear thesis on this again. It's a bullshit stock. Oh, is this, this is one of the companies that tried to uh, make themselves look like an NFT play back in the day? Uh, a crypto play, yeah. Crypto play. It's basically support.com. If you go to their website, you'll see. I mean, let's do it. We're, we're doing channel checks today. Support.com. Let's let's pull up the site. Uh, right? The world's home sourcing leader for customer support. Totally fine business, right? You customer support services. You go to support.com. You pay them some sort of a fee. You collect revenue. All of a sudden, support.com comes out and says... Boom, we are now a crypto play. The stock goes from $2 to $9. We shorted the shit out of it, if you recall, producer AB, and made a ton of cash on it. It's reaching those all-time highs again. Shout out Happy Mohammed for, for, for bringing that one up and having a high on it. I don't see a recent PR on this name. So 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 here's what I'm going to do. Instead of just, just, just taking a crack at the stock out of the blue, I'm going to put it on the list, SPRT. This is a tomorrow ticker, Sandy Papa, Romeo Tango. Tomorrow, I, I might go on a support.com rant, and we might make a live trade on it, just like we made that Ford trade. Boom. I love it. Not only are you getting trade ideas on this show, but you are also getting live trades from Mr. Luke Jacoby himself. We, we, should... we made three on Friday without you, and I see somebody talking about China and Chinese stocks in the chat, so let's just hop to the live trade that we made on Didi. Uber of China. We hit this one. We actually, we finally did it, Producer AB. It got cheap enough. Do you want to see how we're faring? Boom. And then let's talk through the trade. I love it. Oh, wow. 42% up on those calls already. We're looking at $10. That's today. Oh. Unrealized. Look at this. Unrealized, Producer AB. That's your 51% right there. Go back and watch the tape on this one, okay? When I said I was getting along the Chinese stocks when they were all getting killed on on the the regulation, on they were, they were getting smoked on the regulation for the tech space, the the EDU stocks. That's what it was. 
All right, all the Chinese education stocks getting killed down 80%. I said I was going long China. I said I, I made the live trade. We bought the calls on the show. Brad Weber in the chat. Uh, Trading Grounds, the only supporter of the trade. Everybody else, absolute hater on this one. And look at that. Three days, 51%. Feeling pretty damn good about it. Uh, so I'm going to flip this one back to the chat. If you guys like the Chinese names, you like the bottom picking on the Chinese names right now, drop me a one. If not, drop me the two. Um, so so, so here was the trade on DD. okay? Uh, shares of DD got smoked. Um, they, they got smoked out of the IPO because they had their, their fight with the Chinese government. And then they, they got smoked on, on, on the, the subsequent, uh, or the last two days of last week, that Thursday and Friday, because there, there was reports that, that, that China was going to come out and, and put regulation on the, the, uh, learning stocks, the for-profit educational institutes would, would, would have to go nonprofit. That did happen. If you own the, these Chinese education stocks, you're still screwed. Let's look at ticker TAL. Um, right. I mean, it's an ugly chart. Okay. DD, which is Uber of China, got swept up like that. DD, I like it, but it has 500 million users, 500 million active users. It's like Uber and Lyft, but imagine that there's no Lyft. There's only Uber. That's your DD. Um, stock was so beaten down. The multiples have gotten so cheap. Uh, that that's why I said, I'm going to take a crack on it. That said, I did it with calls. I did not buy the stock. I did it with calls to preserve capital, because it is a risky trade. We said that this is a risky trade. It's a little bit of a YOLO trade. And so, so live on the show, we bought the $10 September, uh, calls. Okay. $10 strike dated in September. That, that, that's what we went out and we bought. Um, and, and again, our, our, our average price on those is 90 cents. We're up 51% since putting that trade on the trend is your friend. When we have momentum, let's go ahead and let's let it ride. Um, so I am hanging out with, 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 with my DD calls. I have all the way to September. I mean, if this stock were to get back to like a $13 range, um, we're looking really good. I gave myself a long period of time on this. Because again, 500 million users, Uber versus Lyft, but imagine there's no Lyft. Uh, China gets shaken out for the next month or two. It still gives me time in the trade. That's why I dated it so far out. That's the trade on Didi. Uh, that, that was the first one of three that we hit. Uh, I see that a lot of people are still hating on the Chinese stocks. I'm not getting into any of them right now. I'm long this one with calls and I walked you through why I'm not buying the space as a whole. Um, so boom, there it is. <laughs> Everybody was a hater on that trade. I never got more hate for a trade in my fucking life, basically. Yeah, so, and I've seen the chat pretty mixed. I mean, some people are saying that they want to stay away from all the Chinese stocks. Um, I see Calm Me Now, Calm Me Now is saying that they are long Baba, uh, Neo, Bowen. So, I mean, I don't know, Luke. I think when there's a lot of fear surrounding some of these um companies like in china right now that it actually makes for an interesting buying opportunity i mean i think baba is still super cheap right now at under 200 dollars. obviously there's a big risk there about what uh the chinese government could do with potential companies but i think we could easily be looking back a year from now and saying wow we could have grabbed baba at uh you know under 200 dollars." somebody's saying btbt in the chat over and over so let's look at that who who who, who we give the shout out to christopher allen i don't know this one it's a oh, crypto wow. stock. That's a crypto stock, right? Crypto What's... market's hot. Bitcoin's at at forty k. 
Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at that chart before this bounce, though. Just straight downtrend into a nice little bounce. Circle it out there. Voyager Digital is looking better today. All right. I made an Olympics play, AB. On Friday, when you we did a lot of shit when you were out Friday. It was me and Spencer. It was one of the it was a fun power hour. Uh you know how I am on Fridays. You guys got like on on uh <laughs> on Friday, I'm like dead. I stay up late all night and Fridays is like my goofy day. And and that's why we we just made three YOLO trades on Friday and bought the rings on wish.com AB. That's what you missed. I love um, it. I, I, the only reason I left on Friday is because I was in the, under the impression we weren't doing a show. And the next thing I know, the show's going on without me. So I was, I was a little This sad. bozo over here. All right. We made an Olympic swing trade ticker ROKU. Roku. Uh, we went ahead and we bought shares of Roku on a swing trade on Friday. Um, let's go ahead and grab the average price that we got into that trade with. I'm also seeing in the chat that Duolingo is is live, the IPO today, uh, ticker D-U-O-L. So after Roku, let's go over to Duolingo and check that out. All right, so here's Roku. Uh, our average price in the stock was 457 The price right now, 473 So we are up 3.5% on our trade, right? That 3.5% number, that's our unrealized gain on Roku. Um, not great. You know, for a swing trade, our the- my thesis didn't pan out. And so for that reason, I'm looking to close that one. We'll call it even, call it a day. Um, basically, the thesis on Roku was that they are an Olympic streaming play. They're a streaming provider for the Olympics. Um, the-, the idea was uh, uh, analyst notes, the world, et cetera, would realize over last weekend, that's when the Olympics were, were getting kicking off, that, that Roku was a play for the Olympics. We'd get a really nice Monday pop and ride the stock up for the week. It hasn't happened again. We're calling it pretty much flat. We're plus three and a half percent. And so with that producer, AB, I am going to close this one out. Yeah, I think that'd be wise, uh, Luke. I mean, I, I don't I'm think I'm num- margin too. That that's part of what goes into my decision. Okay, so that's important. So some of these trades where if it was a cash position, then then we might be more willing to let them ride. But because it's on margin, might be smart to cut some of that. Um, but but yeah, I don't I don't think the numbers have been too great for uh, as far as viewership. I know at least for the opening ceremony, only about 19 million um, people tuned in, which which was like the lowest in the past eight Olympics or something. And I think part of that has to do with no fans. It's not as exciting. Uh, not as exciting to watch with no fans, but Daily Donkey, Salty Dabs, love the name. Don't know what it means, but love the name. Saying Team USA killed the enthusiasm of watching it. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that the uh, there are going to be very many Olympic plays to be had in the stock market this year. Yep. So trade is closed. We'll take our 3% and run whatever. Had an idea. Didn't pan out. The other stock, guess what the other stock is that, that we bought on the show, Producer AB? Um, let's see, not DD, not Ford, um, Teladoc. Oh, genius brands. There we go. We started it. We, we, we started the position, uh, average price, dollar 62, $1.63 right now. We're sitting flat in it. We're letting this one ride. If you guys want to talk more genius brands, why I bought the stock, give me a like on the stream. Give me a one in the chat, but boom, producer AB, can we not say this is a trade idea show? 
on this this show, we've already been through five ideas, five live trades that we're making. We talked through them. So just to recap, Ford, we're selling calls against our Ford stock position into earnings today. Um, if we get stopped out of Ford, great, fine, take the money and run. Uh, number two, DD. We are letting DD ride long. It's an it's an we we bought the ten dollar strike September calls last Friday. We're doing really well on the trade. It's the best new trade that we've put on. Uh, nice 50% three-day move for, for, for the calls. Wish.com, we are sitting on the sidelines. And then Roku, uh, we, we we tried to take a swing trade at Roku. We don't have a reason to own it. We saw the stock get stopped at its all-time highs again. Look at all these highs, AB. One, two, three, four, five. Didn't get it. Didn't get the Olympics pop, and so we are giving it a go. Yeah, that's just hitting that that resistance I'll line up there at about 575. Kind of a psychological level, too. Like, when will Roku hit $500? I, I think it will, but it's a little expensive for me right now, so I could see it trading down in the short term. Um, but if you like Roku long term, then I don't mind kind of buying it, knowing that it could go down a little bit. But if you hold on to it long enough, that it can it can recoup those losses. And here's my thing. Look, look, look for that all-time high. If the stock can break the all-time high, that's when I would take the next crack on it. I don't want to just sit here for the next five days, be thinking about it to see the stock go up $5, which is basically 1%, uh, just to get rejected at those all-time highs again. Yep, I hear you. I agree 100%. And let's, let's do a quick Apple check. Nope, not making it. I thought Apple might battle its way back green during the show. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. I thought so too. I mean, the company reported great earnings yesterday, but I think Apple is just one of those things that so so many people, so many traders out there already own it. That really the only thing to do is sell. I mean, like who out there is going to go buy Apple right now after those great earnings? I think we'll have to wait a couple of weeks, see if it drops down, maybe back to that 135 level. Guess what my average price on Apple is? This is probably uh, the, the one stock that I've held the longest in this account. And I've had this account. I opened it in 2015. All right. I mean, that gives you the answer if I say when I opened it. 2015. $30. Oh, shit. It might not actually be in this account. Where's my position at? Oh, well, has Apple had a split since you bought it and now? Look at this. Hot news. Benzinga on Interactive Brokers. Trust me. You like that? I love that. Boom. Awesome. Beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. Help improve hot news. Show more like this, please. Yes, yes. (laughs) If you guys have interactive brokers, go to Apple, go to hot news, click help improve click see more news like this i'm curious what brokerages everybody uses you see me looking at my interactive brokers account every day drop what brokerage you use in into the chat i i want to see where everybody's at but but my average price ab on on apple is somewhere around god it's split adjusted i don't know like 40 dollars or something like that all right i guess i guess it's an old 30, long so holding pretty close all right so we're seeing some td some fidelity, fidelity IB, some Schwab. All right, CA, for, for the Schwab that you use, uh, what platform do you use? Are you using mobile app? Are you using Street Smart Edge? Are you using web? I'm curious which platform a, a lot of the Schwab people all use. 
And I want to ask one more, AB. I'm just on an asking tear, okay? I love it. Oh, and, and no problem, Mumtaz. Mumtaz is saying we called the top uh, on the 15th for Apple. I sold most of my position at 150, one of the best trades I've ever made. That's why you guys have to tune in. This is the trade idea show. Who called it? Wait, who called it? That's what I want to know. It, I mean, it, let's be real, Luke. It was probably me. It was probably you. God, look at that. All right, well, well, what, what were you going to go to, though? All right, I was going to go to, of the trades that we made today, it was Ford, Didi, and Roku. So Ford short, Roku short, Didi long. Drop in which ticker of those you guys would hit. If you had to hit one of those three, those are the three trades I, I've got on right now. Ford short, Roku short, Didi long. Wh which way would you hit it? Ford earnings today, the numbers are going to be bad, man. That said, they did guide that the numbers are going to be bad. The only sliver of hope that we have is either the Bronco just freaking crushed it, and we've got massive Bronco numbers out of Ford, or two that they guide really strong for Q3. There is no hope that, that we could possibly have for, for the Q2 numbers today. Okay. I mean, look. Maybe this 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 will be a good buying opportunity for Ford. Then, if if the stock drops a couple dollars, maybe maybe not a couple dollars. I I could see a little maybe dollar dollar and a half drop to around the eleven fifty twelve dollar range. I mean, it's it's not going that well. Where where do you think it's going to? I want it to go to fourteen forty. Because because that means that my stock went well and my my options did well. That means I won on both. Up oh, Raz in the chat guys, is saying the, the trade that we made today is we sold the 1450 calls on Ford. We sold out of the Roku position. We're letting the DD trade ride. Raz in the chat is saying that Ford will guide very strong. So who knows? Maybe we'll see the stock go up a little bit after after earnings today. All right. That that's the hope that we have. For all of us Ford bag holders out there, that's the hope. Q2 numbers are gonna be bad. They guided for them to be bad. Broncos either got to crush it or they got to guide strong as hell for, for Q3. And and don't forget, Luke, Ford was your 2021 stock of the year. We're doing well in it. Doing well. All right, AB. Uh, I, I believe you, you have a couple of big interviews coming up. Give us the preview. Yep. So right now at 1230, we're going to bring on CEO of Vox Royalty, a very interesting uh, kind of precious metals play. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And then after that, at 1245, we have a guest from Zinger Nation, Hans, coming on the show to talk about some of his trades and his experience in trading. So so super excited about that. And who knows, maybe if we get enough likes on this stream that Raz will hop on with us after our first interview. So please smash the like button. You should see that little smash gray that thumb. Like, share the stream. Let's get this thing going. Let's fire it up. This is the Trade Idea Show. Producer AB, I'm going to let you take it away, okay? Yes, sir. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our first interview of the day. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? It is going very well. Excited to be with you today. Thank you. We're excited to have you. My name is Aaron. Um, pleasure to have you. So real quick before we get started, um, can we? Can you give us just a quick background on Vo Fox Royalty, the company, You know what y'all do? Uh, that way our audience can just understand the company a little bit better. Absolutely. So we're what's called a royalty company. And our, our main exposure is to commodities. And what we do is we essentially buy what are called third party royalties. So if your grandfather had found, had, had a ranch in Nevada, 
that becomes prospective for a gold miner becomes a gold mine, we would come to you and buy that interest. And what that means is we get a percentage of the revenue that that mine then generates, but we don't have to operate the mine. We're not responsible for a lot of the risks, obviously, that go into mining. Uh, and so that gives investors and royalty companies a very nice distilled exposure to commodities with a lot less downside, um, but in most cases, just as much, even if not more upside to commodity prices, uh, and especially in an inflationary environment like this, which is really nice. Got it. Got it. And then before we get going any further, I see the uh, hockey jersey in the background. Is that yours? It is mine. And it's a little bit embarrassing. So uh, I get a lot of questions. Everyone expects that I, uh, I would have played for the New York Rangers. But from my time uh, in the Cayman Islands, we send a street uh, and ball hockey team to the world championships every year. So we won a gold medal. Um, so it's from uh, it's from that event. But uh, yeah, it's always a disappointing story because people expect that I was a, uh, you know, an all star for the New York Rangers. And unfortunately for, for all of us, that's not the case. Well, I, I still think it's cool nonetheless. Um, all right. So we got the background kind of on the company. We do have some news that came out today. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen, get this press release up on the screen. Um, ooh, wrong one. Uh, what, so what was that news that came out today? Yeah, so really pleased and excited to share uh, with our investors in the market today that we came out with record uh, quarter over quarter revenues and we have doubled our revenue guidance for the year. And, and so very, very material news announcement for us really validates uh, the business that we've been building and growing uh, for our investors. So really excited to, uh, to be able to share that news today. Got it. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems very exciting for investors. So we're looking at the the revenue guidance went up over 100%. That's huge. Do you expect that growth to kind of continue throughout the next year? Look, our portfolio is really strong. I mean, for, for all the investors out there, we, we really thrive in this type of environment where there's so much inflationary pressure. It, it's allowing these assets that are linked to commodity price to do really, really well. We end up having a lot of leverage to commodity price. Um, but at a really good risk adjusted level. Uh, so meaning we're looking for royalties that where we're expecting metal prices to actually go down and make money. And when metal prices go up, that really just turbocharges the results. And, and that is a, a, you know, a byproduct and, and the, the results of that is what you're seeing in this release today. So for all the investors out there that see inflation, understand that that is you know, probably a lot less transitory than what the Fed would lead you to believe. Um, we are a really interesting play uh, to hedge against that and make money in that environment. Wow. So well, is there anything outside of kind of the, the inflation right now that's driving metal prices higher? Look, I think there's two things. I think obviously the amount of fiscal stimulus that's been pumped into the markets uh, has a way of really, you know, obviously devaluing the dollar. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, the infrastructure bill continues to get tossed around. Uh, I think whether it's, you know, in the next day, week, months, or years, uh, infrastructure is going to be uh, a lot of the way that you see these governments that have central banks get out of really the COVID, um, you know, kind of the COVID era. So if you put high inflation, high inflation alongside an infrastructure bill on a global scale, um, those two events compounding on each other, I think are going to lead to a metal environment that the world may have never even seen before. That being said, with Vox, we don't plan on that. We plan on metal prices actually going lower and we price our the purchase of our royalties in that fashion. So you really have a nicely well-protected play with Vox where 
look, if the inflation, the super cycle hits in combination with an infrastructure bill, we are benefiting from that. And you see that with these results today, we've had exponential revenue growth um, over the last four quarters. And as we get into the years ahead, um, that, that growth should continue. Yeah, I mean, I always think that's interesting with certain commodities. I mean, we saw a couple months ago the prices of lumber just skyrocket, and now since then they've they've fallen a little bit. So you can you know kind of expect something similar with metals, at least in my mind, that as these different factors drive the prices up, that eventually the supply chain will will figure itself out, and the prices will will then fall from there. Yeah, and absolutely. And you think about all the money that is in hydrocarbons right now. There's obviously right or wrong. There's a big time pressure on the world to electrify. Uh, and switch off of uh, hydrocarbons and, and, and those types of natural resources. And that is being pushed all to the metals. And Vox, we've built a portfolio of royalties and continue to build a portfolio of royalties enabled by our IP and our competitive advantages that let us secure and source these opportunities for our investors at fantastic value. And you're seeing how that is playing out. It's still early days for us. Investors are finding out about us now um, at a very early stage in our growth life cycle. Uh, so I think we're an exciting play to be able to tap in to all the tailwinds that uh, that metals have um, at, at its back as a, as a sector right now. Yeah, that's really cool. And and so correct me if I'm wrong, but, but Box Royalty has only been trading on the OTC since about August of last year in 2020. Correct. So we, uh, we essentially RTO'd or IPO'd uh, in Toronto in May of last year. And then we only got quoted on the OTC uh, late last year. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're certainly a, a relatively unknown uh, for most, uh, most investors in the US and, and really North America in general right now. So what was that like kind of being listed on the OTC during the, the COVID uh, environment of, of trading? You know, there's so much uncertainty in the market. Right. And that's uh, that's always difficult on that's difficult on everybody. It's difficult on CEOs of companies. That's difficult on consumers. It's difficult on, on households and, and really affected everybody globally. Right. So it was difficult. But I think we really used the environment to our advantage. We were able to bring in royalties at great value for for different groups that needed liquidity, um, where we had a pretty, you know, very stable, solid balance sheet. We're able to bring in these royalties, uh, and uh, you know, to a certain degree, we're able to capitalize on uh, on some of the irrationalities that presented themselves in the market. Yeah, I got it. I mean, that, that's very. So, is there any plans at some point in the future to kind of uplist from the OTC? Yeah, uh, certainly. So you know, we will we will likely be pursuing a, a U.S. listing. Um, so that would be being SEC reporting and, and compliant registered. So um, I can't give guidance in terms of exact timeline on that, but that's certainly something that uh, that we will be aggressively working on uh, from our side. Got it. And so is there anything else, you know, I mean, y'all reported great numbers as far as revenue guidance. Is there anything else that investors can kind of look forward to over the next year? Yeah, look, I, I think investors can continue to look forward for to what we've already delivered and that path to kind of continue on the same trajectory. We are in a really, really good environment. We have um, just so many competitive advantage in terms of finding these third party royalties. Royalties have been the best way to play the commodity sector for the last decade plus that no one really knows about. And I think we're a really interesting play within that subsector. And we go about our business really trying to distill that value and bring that to the surface for our shareholders 
And this was, you know, this was a point along the way that's really validating our business plan and our capability to be uh, home for capital uh, during these times and, and a place that we think we're going to grow investors capital. Yeah, well, well, Kyle, congratulations on the growth. I mean, I'm excited to kind of follow this company, see what y'all are able to do. Uh, definitely looks like an interesting investment opportunity. Uh, and if there is there anything else you want to leave us with before we leave today? Yeah, excited about what's in front of us. Uh, you know, I think most investors are are certainly concerned about the inflationary environment that uh, that we that we find ourselves in today. I think Vox is a is a great um, you know starting point to do some re- some further research understand how we really deliver fantastic risk adjusted returns um, in this type of environment. And then that's leading to the results that we saw today. So if uh, any investors are out there that want to learn more website, obviously one of the easy places to go voxroyalty.com and, uh, and then always happy to engage on the socials and through the Benzinga platform. And thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for joining us today. Yeah, our pleasure. Good to be with you and looking forward to uh, what we have ahead. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.